0: Welcome back to the Come, Follow Me read-along. This episode contains the selected chapters of the Old Testament scheduled for this week. Thanks for listening. Let's jump in. Nahum, Chapter 1. This is an oracle about Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite, The Lord is a zealous and avenging god. The Lord is avenging and very angry. The Lord takes vengeance against his foes. He sustains his rage against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord will certainly not allow the wicked to go unpunished. He marches out in the whirlwind and the raging storm. Dark storm clouds billow like dust under his feet. He shouts a battle cry against the sea and makes it dry up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither. The blossom of Lebanon withers. The mountains tremble before him. The hills convulse. The earth is laid waste before him. The world and all its inhabitants are laid waste. No one can withstand his indignation. No one can resist his fierce anger. His wrath is poured out like volcanic fire. Boulders are broken up as he approaches. The Lord is good. Indeed, he is a fortress in time of distress, and he protects those who seek refuge in him. But with an overwhelming flood, he will make a complete end of Nineveh. He will drive his enemies into darkness. Whatever you plot against the Lord, he will completely destroy. Distress will not arise a second time. Surely, they will be totally consumed, like entangled thorn bushes, like the drink of drunkards, like very dry stubble. From you, O Nineveh, one has marched forth who plots evil against the Lord, a wicked military strategist. This is what the Lord says. Even though they are powerful, and what is more, even though their army is numerous, nevertheless, they will be destroyed and trickle away. Although I afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. And now I will break Assyria's yoke bar from your neck. I will tear apart the shackles that are on you. The Lord has issued a decree against you. Your dynasty will come to an end. I will destroy the idols and images in the temples of your gods. I will desecrate your grave because you are accursed. Look, a herald is running on the mountains. A messenger is proclaiming deliverance. Celebrate your sacred festivals, O Judah. Fulfill your sacred vows to praise God. For never again will the wicked Assyrians invade you. They have been completely destroyed. Nahum chapter 2. An enemy who will scatter you, Nineveh, has advanced against you. Guard the rampart, watch the road, prepare yourselves for battle, muster your mighty strength. For the Lord is about to restore the majesty of Jacob, as well as the majesty of Israel, though their enemies have plundered them and have destroyed their fields. The shields of his warriors are dyed red, the mighty soldiers are dressed in scarlet garments, The chariots are in flashing metal fittings on the day of battle. The soldiers brandish their spears. The chariots race madly through the streets. They rush back and forth in the broad plazas. They look like lightning bolts. They dash here and there like flashes of lightning. The commander orders his officers. They stumble as they advance. They rush to the city wall, and they set up the covered siege tower. The sluice gates are opened. The royal palace is deluged and dissolves. Nineveh is taken into exile and is led away. Her slave girls moan like doves while they beat their breasts. Nineveh was like a pool of water throughout her days, but now her people are running away. She cries out, Stop! Stop! But no one turns back. Her conquerors cry out, Plunder the silver! Plunder the gold! There is no end to the treasure, riches of every kind of precious thing. Destruction, devastation, and desolation... Hearts faint, knees tremble, every stomach churns, all their faces have turned pale. Where now is the den of lions, and the feeding place of the young lions? Where the lion, lioness, and lion cub once prowled, and no one disturbed them? The lion tore apart as much prey as his cubs needed, and strangled prey for his lionesses. He filled his lairs with prey, and his dens with torn flesh. I am against you declares the lord of heaven's armies. I will burn your chariots with fire. The sword will devour your young lions. You will no longer prey upon the land. The voices of your messengers will no longer be heard. Nahum chapter three. Woe to the city guilty of bloodshed. She is full of lies, she is filled with plunder, she has hoarded her spoil. The chariot drivers will crack their whips, the chariot wheels will shake the ground. The chariot horses will gallop, the war chariots will bolt forward. The charioteers will charge ahead, their swords will flash, and their spears will glimmer. There will be many people slain, there will be piles of the dead, and countless casualties. So many that people will stumble over the corpses. "'because you have acted like a wanton prostitute, "'a seductive mistress who practices sorcery, "'who enslaves nations by her harlotry "'and entices people by her sorcery. "'I am against you,' declares the Lord of Heaven's armies. "'I will strip off your clothes. "'I will show your nakedness to the nations "'and your shame to the kingdoms. "'I will pelt you with filth. "'I will treat you with contempt. "'I will make you a public spectacle.' Everyone who sees you will turn away from you in disgust. They will say, Nineveh has been devastated. Who will lament for her? There will be no one to comfort you. You are no more secure than Thebes. She was located on the banks of the Nile. The waters surrounded her. Her rampart was the sea. The water was her wall. Cush and Egypt had limitless strength. Put and the Libyans were among her allies. Yet she went into captivity as an exile. Even her infants were smashed to pieces at the head of every street. They cast lots for her nobility. All her dignitaries were bound with chains. You too will act like drunkards. You will go into hiding. You too will seek refuge from the enemy. All your fortifications will be like fig trees with first ripe fruit. If they are shaken, their figs will fall into the mouth of the eater. Your warriors will be like women in your midst. The gates of your land will be wide open to your enemies. Fire will consume the bars of your gates. Draw yourselves water for a siege. Strengthen your fortifications. Trample the mud and tread the clay. Make mud bricks to strengthen your walls. There the fire will consume you. The sword will cut you down. It will devour you like the young locust would. Multiply yourself like the young locust. Multiply yourself like the flying locust. Increase your merchants more than the stars of heaven. They are like the young locust that sheds its skin and flies away. Your courtiers are like locusts. Your officials are like a swarm of locusts. They encamp in the walls on a cold day. Yet when the sun rises, they fly away, and no one knows where they are. Your shepherds are sleeping, O king of Assyria. Your officers are slumbering. Your people are scattered like sheep on the mountains, and there is no one to regather them. Your destruction is like an incurable wound. Your demise is like a fatal injury. All who hear what has happened to you will clap their hands for joy, for no one ever escaped your endless cruelty. Habakkuk, Chapter 1 This is the oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw. "'How long, Lord, must I cry for help, but you do not listen. I call out to you, violence, but you do not deliver. Why do you force me to witness injustice? Why do you put up with wrongdoing? Destruction and violence confront me. Conflict is present, and one must endure strife. For this reason, the law lacks power, and justice is never carried out. Indeed, the wicked intimidate the innocent.' For this reason, justice is perverted. Look at the nations and pay attention. You will be shocked and amazed. For I will do something in your lifetime that you will not believe even though you are forewarned. Look, I am about to empower the Babylonians, that ruthless and greedy nation. They sweep across the surface of the earth, seizing dwelling places that do not belong to them. They are frightening and terrifying. They decide for themselves what is right. Their horses are faster than leopards and more alert than wolves in the desert. Their horses gallop. Their horses come a great distance. Like vultures, they swoop down quickly to devour their prey. All of them intend to do violence. Every face is determined. They take prisoners as easily as one scoops up sand. They mock kings and laugh at rulers. They laugh at every fortified city. They build siege ramps and capture them. They sweep by like the wind and pass on but the one who considers himself a god will be held guilty. Lord, you have been active from ancient times. My sovereign God, you are immortal. Lord, you have made them your instrument of judgment. Protector, you have appointed them as your instrument of punishment. You are too just to tolerate evil. You are unable to condone wrongdoing. So why do you put up with such treacherous people? Why do you say nothing when the wicked devour those more righteous than they are? You made people like fish in the sea, like animals in the sea that have no ruler. The Babylonian tyrant pulls them all up with a fishhook. He hauls them in with his throw net. When he catches them in his dragnet, he is very happy. Because of his success, he offers sacrifices to his throw net and burns incense to his dragnet for because of them he has plenty of food and more than enough to eat. Will he then continue to fill and empty his throne net? Will he always destroy nations and spare none? Habakkuk chapter 2. I will stand at my watch-post. I will remain stationed on the city wall, I will keep watching so I can see what he says to me, and can know how I should answer when he counters my argument. The Lord responded, Write down this message. Record it legibly on tablets, so the one who announces it may read it easily. For the message is a witness to what is decreed. It gives reliable testimony about how matters will turn out. Even if the message is not fulfilled right away, wait patiently, for it will certainly come to pass. It will not arrive late, Look, the one whose desires are not upright will faint from exhaustion, but the person of integrity will live because of his faithfulness. Indeed, wine will betray the proud, restless man. His appetite is as big as Sheol's. Like death, he is never satisfied. He gathers all the nations. He seizes all peoples. But all these nations will someday taunt him and ridicule him with proverbial sayings. Woe to the one who accumulates what does not belong to him. How long will this go on? He who gets rich by extortion. Your creditors will suddenly attack. Those who terrify you will spring into action, and they will rob you. Because you robbed many countries, all who are left among the nations will rob you. You have shed human blood and committed violent acts against lands, cities, and those who live in them. The one who builds his house by unjust gain is as good as dead. He does this so he can build his nest way up high and escape the clutches of disaster. Your schemes will bring shame to your house. Because you destroyed many nations, you will self-destruct. For the stones in your walls will cry out, and the wooden rafters will answer back. Woe to the one who builds a city by bloodshed, he who starts a town by unjust deeds." Be sure of this. The Lord of Heaven's armies has decreed the nation's efforts will go up in smoke. Their exhausting work will be for nothing, for recognition of the Lord's sovereign majesty will fill the earth, just as the waters fill up the sea. Woe to you who force your neighbor to drink wine, you who make others intoxicated by forcing them to drink from the bowl of your furious anger so you can look at their naked bodies but you will become drunk with shame, not majesty. Now it is your turn to drink and expose your uncircumcised foreskin. The cup of wine in the Lord's right hand is coming to you, and disgrace will replace your majestic glory. For you will pay in full for your violent acts against Lebanon. Terrifying judgment will come upon you because of the way you destroyed the wild animals living there. You have shed human blood and committed violent acts against lands, cities, and those who live in them. What good is an idol? Why would a craftsman make it? What good is a metal image that gives misleading oracles? Why would its creator place trust in it and make such mute, worthless things? Woe to the one who says to wood, Wake up! And who says to speechless stone, Awake! Can it give reliable guidance? It is overlaid with gold and silver. It has no life's breath inside it. But the Lord is in his majestic palace. The whole earth is speechless in his presence. Habakkuk chapter 3. This is a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet. Lord, I have heard the report of what you did. I am awed, Lord, by what you accomplished. In our time, repeat those deeds. In our time, reveal them again. But when you cause turmoil, remember to show us mercy. God comes from Timan, the Holy One from Mount Peran, Selah. His splendor has covered the skies. The earth is full of his glory. His brightness will be as lightning, a two-pronged lightning bolt flashing from his hand. This is the outward display of his power, Plague will go before him, pestilence will march right behind him. He took his battle position and shook the earth. With a mere look, he frightened the nations. The ancient mountains disintegrated, the primeval hills were flattened. His are ancient roads. I saw the tents of Kushan overwhelmed by trouble. The tent curtains of the land of Midian were shaking. Was the lord mad at the rivers? Were you angry with the rivers? Were you enraged at the sea? such that you could climb into your horse-drawn chariots, your victorious chariots? Your bow is ready for action. You commissioned your arrows. Selah. You cause flash floods on the earth's surface. When the mountains see you, they shake. The torrential downpour sweeps through. The great deep shouts out. It lifts its hands high. The sun and moon stand still in their courses. The flash of your arrows drives them away the bright light of your lightning-quick spear. You furiously stomp on the earth, you angrily trample down the nations. You march out to deliver your people, to deliver your special servant. You strike the leader of the wicked nation, laying him open from the lower body to the neck. Selah. You pierce the heads of his warriors with a spear. They storm forward to scatter us, to shout their joy as if they were plundering the poor with no opposition. But you trample on the sea with your horses, on the surging, raging waters. I listened, and my stomach churned. The sound made my lips quiver. My frame went limp, as if my bones were decaying, and I shook as I tried to walk. I long for the day of distress to come upon the people who attack us. When the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines. When the olive trees do not produce, and the fields yield no crops when the sheep disappear from the pen and there are no cattle in the stalls. I will rejoice because of the Lord. I will be happy because of the God who delivers me. The sovereign Lord is my source of strength. He gives me the agility of a deer. He enables me to negotiate the rugged terrain. This prayer is for the song leader. It is to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Zephaniah chapter 1 This is the Lord's message that came to Zephaniah, son of Cushai, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, during the time of Josiah, son of Amon, king of Judah. I will destroy everything from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will destroy people and animals. I will destroy the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea. The idolatrous images of these creatures will be destroyed along with evil people. I will remove humanity from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will attack Judah and all who live in Jerusalem. I will remove from this place every trace of Baal worship, as well as the very memory of the pagan priests. I will remove those who worship the stars in the sky from their rooftops, those who swear allegiance to the Lord while taking oaths in the name of their king, and those who turn their backs to the Lord and do not want the Lord's help or guidance. Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the Lord's day of judgment is almost here. The Lord has prepared a sacrificial meal. He has ritually purified his guests. On the day of the Lord's sacrificial meal, I will punish the princes and the king's sons, and all who wear foreign styles of clothing. On that day, I will punish all who leap over the threshold, who fill the house of their master with wealth taken by violence and deceit. On that day, says the Lord, A loud cry will go up from the fish gate, wailing from the city's newer district, and a loud crash from the hills. Wail, you who live in the market district, for all the merchants will disappear, and those who count money will be removed. At that time I will search through Jerusalem with lamps. I will punish the people who are entrenched in their sin, those who think to themselves, The Lord neither rewards nor punishes. Their wealth will be stolen, and their houses ruined. They will not live in the houses they have built, nor will they drink the wine from the vineyards they have planted. The Lord's great day of judgment is almost here. It is approaching very rapidly. There will be a bitter sound on the Lord's day of judgment. At that time, warriors will cry out in battle. That day will be a day of God's anger, a day of distress and hardship, a day of devastation and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and dark skies a day of trumpet blasts and battle cries. Judgment will fall on the fortified cities and on the high corner towers. I will bring distress on the people and they will stumble like blind men, for they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dirt. Their flesh will be scattered like manure. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's angry judgment. The whole earth will be consumed by his fiery wrath. Indeed, he will bring terrifying destruction on all who live on the earth. Zephaniah chapter 2 Bunch yourselves together like straw, you undesirable nation, before God's decree becomes reality, and the day of opportunity disappears like windblown chaff, before the Lord's raging anger overtakes you, before the day of the Lord's angry judgment overtakes you. Seek the Lord's favor, all you humble people of the land who have obeyed his commands. Strive to do what is right. Strive to be humble. Maybe you will be protected on the day of the Lord's angry judgment. Indeed, Gaza will be deserted, and Ashkelon will become a heap of ruins. Invaders will drive away the people of Ashdod by noon, and Ekron will be overthrown. "'Beware, you who live by the sea, the people who came from Crete. "'The Lord's message is against you, Canaan, land of the Philistines. "'I will destroy everyone who lives there. "'The seacoast will be used as pasture lands by the shepherds "'and as pens for their flocks. "'Those who are left from the kingdom of Judah will take possession of it. "'By the sea they will graze. "'In the houses of Ashkelon they will lie down in the evening.' for the Lord their God will intervene for them and restore their prosperity. I have heard Moab's taunts and the Ammonites' insults. They taunted my people and verbally harassed those living in Judah. Therefore, as surely as I live, says the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, be certain that Moab will become like Sodom and the Ammonites like Gomorrah. They will be overrun by weeds filled with salty pits and permanently desolate. Those of my people who are left will plunder their belongings. Those who are left in Judah will take possession of their land. This is how they will be repaid for their arrogance. For they taunted and verbally harassed the people of the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord will terrify them, for he will weaken all the gods of the earth. All the distant nations will worship the Lord in their own lands. You Ethiopians will also die by my sword. The Lord will attack the north and destroy Assyria. He will make Nineveh a heap of ruins. It will be as barren as the desert. Flocks and herds will lie down in the middle of it, as well as every kind of wild animal. Owls will sleep in the tops of its support pillars. They will hoot through the windows. Rubble will cover the thresholds. Even the cedar work will be exposed to the elements. This is how the once proud city will end up, the city that was so secure. She thought to herself, I am unique, no one can compare to me. What a heap of ruins she has become, a place where wild animals live. Everyone who passes by her taunts her and shakes his fist. Zephaniah Chapter 3 Beware to the filthy, stained city the city filled with oppressors. She is disobedient. She has refused correction. She does not trust the Lord. She has not sought the advice of her God. Her princes are as fierce as roaring lions. Her rulers are as hungry as wolves in the desert, who completely devour their prey by morning. Her prophets are proud. They are deceitful men. Her priests have defiled what is holy. They have broken God's laws. The just Lord resides within her. He commits no unjust acts. Every morning he reveals his justice. At dawn he appears without fail. Yet the unjust know no shame. I destroyed nations. Their walled cities are in ruins. I turned their streets into ruins. No one passes through them. Their cities are desolate. No one lives there. I thought, certainly you will respect me. Now you will accept correction. If she had done so, her home would not be destroyed by all the punishments I have threatened. But they eagerly sinned in everything they did. Therefore, you must wait patiently for me, says the Lord. For the day when I attack and take plunder, I have decided to gather nations together and assemble kingdoms so I can pour out my fury on them, all my raging anger. For the whole earth will be consumed by my fiery anger. Know for sure that I will then enable the nations to give me acceptable praise. All of them will invoke the Lord's name when they pray, and will worship him in unison. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, those who pray to me, my dispersed people, will bring me tribute. In that day you will not be ashamed of all your rebelliousness against me, for then I will remove from your midst those who proudly boast, and you will never again be arrogant on my holy hill." I will leave in your midst a humble and meek group of people, and they will find safety in the Lord's presence. The Israelites who remain will not act deceitfully, they will not lie, and a deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouths. Indeed, they will graze peacefully like sheep and lie down. No one will terrify them. Shout for joy, daughter Zion. Shout out, Israel. Be happy and boast with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has removed the judgment against you. He has turned back your enemy. Israel's king, the Lord, is in your midst. You no longer need to fear disaster. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Don't be afraid, Zion. Your hands must not be paralyzed from panic. The Lord your God is in your midst. He is a warrior who can deliver. He takes great delight in you. He renews you by his love. He shouts for joy over you. As for those who grieve because they cannot attend the festivals, I took them away from you. They became tribute and were a source of shame to you. Look, at that time, I will deal with those who mistreated you. I will rescue the lame sheep and gather together the scattered sheep. I will take away their humiliation and make the whole earth admire and respect them. At that time, I will lead you. At the time, I gather you together. Be sure of this, I will make all the nations of the earth respect and admire you when you see me restore you, says the Lord.